All right. It is Thursday, September 1st, 2022. This is episode 74 of the Human Hope Podcast. What's that question? Y'all ready for this? Here we go. Come on. Hey. What is going on, Human Hope Familia? Welcome to episode 74. We're almost getting as old as my dad now in podcast age. Um, and I couldn't be happier about that. The man, the myth, the legend, Fermin Agustin Whittaker, is, uh, I mean, he's he's up towards 81. Are you 81, Dad? Um, I can't remember. But I do know this. Uh, we are plugging right along here. 74 of these, and the last few have been a little different. Thank you for sticking around as things have shifted and moved and changed. And today is, um, we're going to go like back to OG human hope. OG. What's that mean? Well, it's just going to be me and you, just me and you. This is the point where some of you are like, oh, thank God. I, I've missed you, Carlos. I missed all of your rants on Instagram. I've missed all the things that you haven't been doing. Like I'm, I'm ready to hang out friends have a cup of coffee go on a walk whatever it is you guys do when you listen to this or this is the point in the podcast where those of you that are more fans of me talking to other humans are like all right i'm out but which is fine i mean listen it's it's your ears and your devices you're listening to this on that i can't listen to them on because i still don't have a device um, yeah, I just, I just want to share a little bit of my heart. Is that okay? I want to share a little bit of my heart um, as we are rounding the corner of me being, I mean, how long has it been now? I think, are we five weeks off social media? Five weeks of, I mean, I can't even believe that. Five weeks of not looking at Instagram. Five weeks of not reading a DM. Five weeks of not making somebody angry and them letting me know. Five weeks of missing the Insta Familia. Because I do. Like that, I mean, they're, they're like a part of the fam. But five weeks of finding some truths about me that maybe, you know, maybe at some point these truths will turn into something that I'll share. I mean, I'm going to share one or two today, but like in a more packaged um, way. I mean, I've learned a lot about myself and, um, but I also, I also don't ever want to just, you know, it's like there's this expectation of anytime we do something that's like different than we normally do, right? There's, there's an expectation from people on, Oh, what'd you learn? I'm getting a lot of that. I'm getting a lot of so what have you learned during your time away, Carlos? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I've, like I've, I've learned that maybe I don't need, we don't need to learn all the time that we can just be right. I mean, everybody's always looking for like content and learnings and, and I listen, I'm, I'd say the same thing to somebody. So if you're somebody that has, has asked me that in the last week or two or whatever, since you've seen me, 
don't feel bad. I do the same thing. But isn't it funny how we we just automatically we're in a culture, we're in a season in society where we just think that um, everyone needs like three points, three learnings, or a big deep learning from the season that they're going through. And like, what if the what if you just did it and that's it? Like, what if there was nothing else? What if there's no learning yet? What if it takes me two years to process what I've learned in the last five weeks of not being on social media? Well, I mean, is that, is that going to be okay? What, what if it takes me two years and I never tell anybody? It's just for me. Like, is that okay too? You know, like, like what, what am I doing this for? Am I doing this to, for me? Am I doing it for you? It, it could be for you and it could be okay. It could be just for me and it could be okay. But I think sometimes we, we just have to look at like, you don't have to learn something for somebody else all the time. That's A. And B, look, I'm giving you teachings right now. <laughs> Here I am pot calling the kettle black. Is that a racist? Can somebody, can somebody look that up? <laughs> I've heard that my whole life. And all of a sudden, isn't it funny? I know you say things and you're like, oh my God, is that racist? Am I being racist to myself? Is pot cutting, calling the kettle black a racist thing? Probably not. I'm sure one of you will let me know. Uh, not that there's any way for me to find out <laughs> because you can't, I don't have a way for you to tell me. I mean, you can send it into the abyss of space, but that's not going to be very helpful for me finding that information out. Um, anyway, I, uh, yeah, I guess I don't, I don't, I have a learning and the learning is maybe, maybe the learning should just be for us. Hmm. And also how about this? As my dear friend, Annie once said, you don't need to learn at the speed of the internet. You know, um, I'll tell you one thing that I am that this isn't learned. This is just felt, uh, during my break, I, just feel lighter. I do. I, 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 you know, I had been reading the news every day for years, not only reading, but like having it like inundate my soul. And I just, I'll be the first one to tell you, I used to say it, right? I used to say it. I've said it a lot on the podcast that our souls and our psyche were not created to consume the amount of content we consume, right? I can say that just like that because it's on a slide in my most recent talk that a corporate talk that I give when I travel. Uh, they, they weren't. And I think that used to always be like, like someone else's data that I would get that kind of information from, right? And someone else's data and kind of like my own like assumption but now there's no more assumption. Now I'm now I've lived it. And I'm telling you that our souls and psyche were not created to consume the amount of content we consume on a daily basis. Stop it. Slow it down. I have never feel, felt more light. You know, it's like I didn't even know that there was a foot on my chest. I didn't even know that there was like like I was like, man, I'm doing this healthy. I'm doing this right. I'm doing this fine. And then like, since I haven't been like digesting news and scrolling social media, oh my gosh. You know, it's funny. It's, it's like um, social media is, you know, it's kind of half my job 
Now, when I say my job, I don't, you know, I still haven't figured out a way to get paid necessarily on social media, but, but social media leads people to either purchase my books, which helps my family, um, or book me to speak, which helps my family. Those are, those are the things that social media has always done. I haven't necessarily, I, I guess I've sold merch before, but that, that it doesn't really make money. Um, so anyway, all that said, like social media, it, I mean, it, it's a big part of my job as far as like getting me to get jobs, I guess. But I, and so, so I know that like, I'm going to go back at some point to social media in some way, shape or form um, because I can't just not in order to maintain the, you know, sending my kids to camp. <laughs> I guess I'm, as my kids get, Sienna started college, my middle child. So like, I think I'm done sending the top, the oldest two to camp. I almost said top two. That would have sounded horrible. But social media is, and has always been something that, that has helped pay the bills so that I can, so Heather doesn't have to work. Um, but so I'm going to get back to it at some point in some way, shape or form. I just, I just don't know if I'm going to go back the same. Um, and this, on the other hand, my podcast is great because now I probably, I don't know because I haven't looked, but I would, I would assume that the downloads have been probably less than normal, except for you, like hardcore subscribers. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast because it just comes to you without you even having to push a button. But since I don't put it on my Instagram or my stories or social media, um, I'm not, I'm not promoting it for 24 hours at a time the day it comes out anymore. I'm sure even the podcast numbers have gone down, but, but you, again, I don't even know. Maybe there's only one of you left. <laughs> Let's call you Frank, Frank and Susie, Frank and Susie. If there's just two of you left, let's, let's listen to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Because, well, not only do I appreciate it, but the partners and of the podcast <laughs> appreciate Frank and Susie. Um, but I'm hoping it's tens of thousands of more of you are still sticking around here on a weekly basis um, to hear from me and my friends. And today, just me, just, just thoughts. Like, I mean, I'm just here. Like we're already, it's already been four versions of scroll, scroll. I'm just letting my stream of consciousness take me, take me places. Um, like for instance, I, you know, and these are, these are all fluid thoughts. Okay. When it comes to my, this social media break that I've taken, um, but things I've noticed about myself that don't and will not hold true for everybody and will not even hold true for myself in some respects. But, um, you know, for instance, I was used to sharing absolutely every cool thing that happened to me. Like, like if something cool happened to me, trust me, y'all about to know. Not only are you about to know, but I'm going to put some background music behind it and I'm going to make you feel things. I'm going to make you feel things. I'm going to make you cry. I'm going to make you feel, try to feel as close to what I felt as possible. And I feel like that's a gift set. I feel like that's something that I'm good at. I feel like um, it's, it's okay to be good at that. Like I'm good. I'm good at that. I'm good at telling stories. And I haven't been telling anyone any stories for five weeks, except the people in front of me, right in front of me. Now, at some point um, in the, within the next year, I'm going to let you guys in 
on some of the people that I have met and that I've been able to share stories with, and they've been sharing stories with me. Um, that's coming, and I think it's going to revolutionize a lot of our lives. But for the sake of the last five weeks, it's just between me and them. And it's been awesome. It's been awesome to experiment, experiment, experience things with people without feeling the need to share it with more people. I just, guess what? Like I, oh, here's a great example. This would have been like the top thing on my Instagram post. Um, had I done it, is this kind of like cheating? Like I'm like Instagramming without Instagramming by telling my podcast listeners what I would have Instagram. <laughs> These are the things I'm thinking about. Right. Um, so like, so I, I had, I had this moment where I rescued a, a baby hummingbird, like as big as like, like the, from my like little, my pinky, I'm holding on my pinky right now. And my knuckle, the first little knuckle underneath my pinky nail, like that little piece of your pinky. Now I know some of y'all got really large hands. I'm not a large hand guy. I've got pretty small hands. Um, but yeah, from the tip of my pinky to the first little bendy knuckle, is that actually a knuckle or does a knuckle have to be like the main big bone joint that you punch someone in the face with? Whatever that, that joint is. That, I mean, that's tiny. I mean, I don't know. Do I have a, do I have a rule? Oh, I have a ruler. I have a ruler. I'm about to tell you how big my, the tip of my pinky to that little joint is. It is, oh, who knew? It's almost an inch. One inch. One inch. That's how big this baby hummingbird was. I rescued a one inch baby hummingbird. And I normally would have like put that puppy on Instagram and y'all would have been like, oh my God, where's the mother? And I would have been like, where's the mother? And I'd have been like going, replying back and forth in our DMs. And some of you guys would have been like, hey, listen, I'm a professional hummingbirder. And the way you're holding the hummingbird is actually injuring the hummingbird. So you could please hold it this way. And then I would have been like, oh my God, I'm holding the hummingbird the wrong way. And then I would have adjusted the way I held the hummingbird. And then like, I would, it would have been this big story. And like, I would have been filming it for hours and put it on live stream, the whole thing. But no. It was just me and the hummingbird. Just me. The hummingbird never got to meet the Insta Familia. The Insta Familia never got to meet the hummingbird. And it was a this was a three-day saga. Saga fest. I won't let you how it let you know how it ended because, well, it's between me and the hummingbird. Oh, and, and I named the hummingbird Ruthie. Ruthie the hummingbird. It just looked like a Ruthie. It reminded me of my friend Ruthie, so I named it Ruthie. Um if y'all know Ruthie, let her know that there's a hummingbird somewhere in America named after her. Anyway, all that to say, I would have shared that, but it was just me and the moment. Oh man, right? Me and the moment. How about that? How about that for like a, a, a rap song? Any rappers out there want me and the moment? That's it. This just should be. And which leads me to like other realizations I've had off of social media, a I'm I'm enjoying the moment more. Not that it's not okay to not to share the moment. It is okay to share the moment, and I'm going to be sharing more moments on social media. But maybe I'll just take a little bit more for me. Another instance of how things have been different in my life is, um, again I I don't know what I'm learning, but I'll just tell you what what is being is. Like yesterday, for instance, 
if, if I was on social media, it would have been a lot different. So I, um, I spoke at an event. So it was my first speaking event since my, actually my second speaking event since I've been off social media. The first was in um, Orange County, California for the Brea Unified School District, all their faculty and staff. That was amazing. Uh, what's up? Brea peeps, teaches, uh, superintendent. It was awesome. Hung out with them a few weeks ago. But, but again, that was in the midst of my, I mean, you guys would have known. I'd have been like, teachers are awesome. We need to love on teachers. Let's figure out how to love on teachers together. Da, 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 da. Which would have been great on social media, but instead I just was there for them. And last night this is a great example of, I, I was thinking about this a lot more just because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm over five weeks into a break now that I still don't know how long it's going to last. And um, I spoke at an event here for my friends at Porter's Call. Porter's Call is a nonprofit um, counseling uh, program here in Nashville that allows recording artists to get therapy for free. It's, it's just incredible, right? Therapy is really expensive. There's a lot of touring artists that can't afford it and they would skip it. But because Porter's calls a nonprofit and raises enough money to cover the costs, it's just, again, I wish every job uh, or career path had this, but this is just for touring musicians. So if you have read my book, Kill the Spider, I talk about my therapist, Al, and Al is the one that started Porter's Call. So uh, this is just, just very dear to me. And so Al had asked me to be the keynote speaker at the Porter's Call. Um, oh, I think it's called Evening of Stories. And they titled it A Magical Night of Stories and Song. Evening of Stories, a benefit for Porter's Call. So this was, our, you know, in the book, sorry, scheduled when I was going to take time off. And um, I was one of the main storytellers, along with Tracy Edwards, who unfortunately, uh, she, I think she, uh, I don't know her exact story, but she sailed around the world with uh, leading the only all-female team, sail team against, competed against all these men and just crushed Right. So, but she wasn't able to make it. So, um, it was just me. And, and then it was the three porters or the four porters at Porter's Call. So it was actually a little bit more, I don't know, homey of an evening, but I was the main storyteller. So I told three, I gave, they gave me like three 10 minute slots last night, but it was in a room filled with like, um, filled with like power players in music here in Nashville from, you know, record executives to publishing executives to managers to country superstars to Christian artists to, I mean, it was like a who's who in that room and it was packed actually. So I got up there and I, you know, I, I honestly, I was a little nervous. A, I was nervous because I haven't done anything like this before. Like you, like what I'm really good at is like getting up, give me 30 minutes, give me 40 minutes, give me an hour. I will take off on the plane and I will land the plane. But I felt like I had to land three different planes last night, which was a little bit different, but it, it worked. It was good. Um, but I was nervous about that. But then also, like I was sharing the stage. So again, the artists that would come up, I would just sit on the stage right next to them and listen. And then they'd sing a song and tell a story. And then I'd tell a story. Um, but the artists that were at this thing, the like the artists that were there, 
it was like a who's who, right? Kelsey Ballerini. Did I say her name wrong? I want to say ballerina. <laughs> hey, I'm in dad in his 40s. Can you not tell? Um, we've, we had Hillary Scott from Lady A. Uh, just like incredible artists that were singing right next to me. What I normally would have done is shared that whole thing. Like, hey, here's the dressing room. Hey, here's me and Kelsey. Hey, here's me and Hillary. Hey, here's me and Al. Uh, let's tell me some stories. Let's have some fun. I would have shared the whole thing, which would have been great. But guess what? I wouldn't have been present. I wouldn't have been. I, I would have been uh, a lot less present had I been on the socials. So last night, I didn't share any of it. And here's the kicker. And this is a great kicker, I think. Not only was I not given the opportunity to share with the Insta familia or the Twitter familia or where, whatever. Um, do people even Snapchat anymore? I can start Snapchatting wherever people are. I wasn't able to share that, but you know what? What I also wasn't able to, uh, to get was virtual pats on the back, right? Like I wasn't able to see the people that tagged me. Oh, Carlos. Thank you so much for speaking. Oh, that point that you made here and there, like with pictures, I wasn't able to repost those things. I wasn't able to see the digital ovation. Ooh, is that a term? Did I just come up with that term? Is somebody going to steal that term in the New York Times or write an article about digital ovations? But I, 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 I was not able to receive that digital ovation. And it was really cool. Like we leave and Heather... Heather's on Instagram. She was with me the whole time. Also, we, we got there at 345 in the afternoon. The event didn't start till 730. But it's it was like sound check and production meeting and all the things. And Heather came with me. She's like, is this what you always have to do? Do you always have to get here this early if you're speaking? I was like, hey, listen, this is the, this is the price you pay for this job. But anyway, um, we were leaving and um, Heather's like, hey, I saw Dawn. Um, I saw Don and Don wanted to let you know, Don Miller, just, he wanted me to tell you that you did great. Um, you know, and just how proud he is of you. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like tell him thanks, I guess. And then she's like, Oh, and I saw John, um, Acuff and he's like, Oh, just tells Carlos that he killed it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like tell him thanks. Like I wasn't able to see those things that I would normally see online. I had to be told to me secondhand from my wife. And so suddenly last night, I didn't do it. Not that I do it again. Now here's where not everything is going to be black and white here. Not everything is concrete, um, but I was able to 100% not do it for the likes, not do it for the pats on the back. No, I, I had to leave right away, right after. And so I just did it because that's what I'm called to do. And that's what I'm good at. Oh man, right? I mean, th this goes back to our conversation with Daryl um, and Leanne a couple weeks ago. Remember what I what I asked him? Were you guys here? Were you listening? When I said, Daryl, what 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 do you what's something that you've you still have from the Amish? And he's like, Oh, I just I just believe I just believe everybody needs to do a hard day's honest day's work, just an honest day's work. And remember what, what that was to him. 
I feel like that's what I did last night. I feel like I did an honest day's work because I didn't have my phone. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, let's pause right here and talk about a few sponsors. Speaking of honest, I honest to God, take this partner every single day, everywhere I go. That is Athletic Greens. Every single day I take Athletic Greens. Why? Well, because it makes me feel better. Better. And that is something that I was just looking to feel when I started taking Athletic Greens. What is Athletic Greens? What in the world is this stuff? It's 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And they help me start my day correctly. Um, I, I love that I can just shake it up when I'm in the airport because I've got the little travel packets and I can take it wherever I go. It costs me and you less than $3 a day. And guess what? You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your coffee habit. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash human hope. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash human hope to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's podcast is also partnering with BetterHelp. Listen, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when you are faced with the drama in your life. But I'll tell you what, a therapist, my therapist, helps me become a better problem-solver and making it easier to accomplish everything that I'm trying to accomplish, no matter how big or how small. I am a huge, huge advocate of therapy. And listen, BetterHelp is a way that you guys can step into therapy without having to do all the digging in your own community. Now, listen, I believe there's great therapists all over the place, but sometimes it's hard to find one. So the beautiful thing about BetterHelp is they can match you with the therapist in under a day, under a day. BetterHelp is an incredible resource and I would love to see you guys jump in. Okay. So I've seen benefits not only in my home life, but my work life, my spiritual life, all the parts of my life therapy is helping with and BetterHelp can help you. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online. You guys just need to fill out a brief survey and they will match you up with a therapist. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to betterhelp.com slash human hope. That is B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash human hope. And you will get 10% off your first month. Now, back to the show. Okay, fam. So, I mean, you're getting in my head now, right? Are you are you in with me? Are you in my head? Are you are you asking the questions that I'm asking? Like I'm asking a bunch of questions, right? Like I'm asking myself these hard questions. Um, one of the hard questions being like, why do I post what I post? And just, just being intentional. I just want to be more intentional, right? I don't want to make it go away. But I, I believe that sometimes uh, man's greatest strengths can be his greatest weaknesses, and for those of us, again, take that for what it's worth and whatever it is that you're doing. But for those of us that are using social media and using it well, you know, it can be a great thing, but it can, it can also take you down. 
it can also get you to begin to perform. And I've just loved the opportunity of living my life the last month without any semblance or even remote opportunity to perform in front of thousands of people. And I mean, here's, here's the crazy thing, right? Like you can look at like my Instagram followers, right? I mean, you know, I, I have friends with millions and millions and millions and millions of followers. I love my little quarter million Insta familia. And you, you, you would think that, that that would come with a different pressure than say, instead of 250,000, you have 250 followers. That's still 250 human beings with eyeballs, brains, hearts, and souls that are watching and listening to what you have to say every day. And 250 people is a lot more people than most people have working for them, have in their churches, have listening to them. That's a lot more people than a normal human being is going to be able to deliver information to and convince and sway on a daily basis, right? So even backing down to 250 people, if you even have that, you could have a tendency to perform. And I'm not saying that there's not times to perform. Listen, I have been there. I have told the kid at the 10th birthday party, hey, Santa, can you do that again? Because I didn't catch that. Like, oh my gosh, horrible, <laughs> right? But we've all done it. We've all done it. Um, as some of you are like, no, I've never done that, Carlos. I am judging you. I've never done that. And I'm not about to start doing that, but I'm just, okay, that's fine, but I've done it. And, you know, we all have the um, opportunity to let it be a negative thing. Now, I mean, you know, I also have been taking inventory of the positive the positive stuff that's come because of social media in my life, right? Like I actually could, would not even have this podcast. Was it not for social media? I would not be able to be speaking to you or most of you even listening to me right now. If it wasn't for something that you saw on social media, very little of you were around in the Carlos Whitaker ragamuffin soul music days, right? If you were, Props to you, OG. You were around before. But I, I mean, still, I mean, there were different vices back then, right? My blog was my performance back then. B-L-O-G, not V-L-O-G. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it just changes through the years. But again, I, would, I wouldn't have this opportunity. It wasn't on for social media. We would not have given over $1.3 million away over the last year if it wasn't for social media. We would not have met Tony Valentine if it was not for social media. We would not have been able to change the lives of these kids going to Brooklyn to Alaska if it wasn't for social media. We would not be able to do a lot of great things. So I'm not, I, I'm not taking this break. I didn't take this break because the phone is bad. The phone's just a phone, right? Like the phone's just a phone. The person using the phone is the one that is being affected. So therefore, we got to regulate our phones. We got to regulate how we use our phones. Okay, I know some of you guys are already like twitching because you you're hearing about regulating things, <laughs> and you're. But I mean, gosh, it's 
It's just fantastic what I've been able to do. Here's here's the other thing. I have actually been capturing my five weeks away. I have more video footage on my SD cards and my little Sony RX100 camera. I'm still taking videos. I'm still taking movies, but I'm just the only one, me and my family are the only ones seeing it. And it's fine, right? Like like, um, Sandy Sullivan, Miss Sullivan, who's Scott Sullivan's mom, um, they were one of the only families I remember that had a camcorder when I was a kid growing up. And um, I, I used to love going to Scott's house to watch like the the VCR tapes of us in youth group choir singing, uh, live it to the max. This is life at its best to the max. Never settle for less to the max because the maximum is waiting for you. I don't know where that melody just came from. I have no idea how I pulled that out of the chambers of my soul. I've not sung that line since seventh grade, but it just came. And <laughs> anyway, I've, I mean, I've got, I've, I can do a whole podcast episode on youth group choir songs. Um, but it's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that Miss Sullivan had a camcorder or Mr. Sullivan, Larry Sullivan, and they would record. And then I'd be able to go to Scott's house and watch our performances on his VCR, which was just so fun. So like, it's okay to capture things. It's okay to go back and look at things, but not everything you capture is for everybody. Some of the things I captured this month, I will at some point share, not everything, but I was able to capture them because I had a camera. So how about this? How about this for a little application? Okay, just a little application. I told you I'm not, we're not teaching here, but I do want to give you a little, just a little application. And I think this is like the simplest thing that I've realized. I still captured the moment without sacrificing the moment. Does that make sense? Like I, like I still, I've been capturing moments this whole time, but I did it with an actual camera. So, I mean, listen, I wish I had some affiliate deal where I could give you a discount code to like the Sony RX100 that I have, but I don't have that. But I'll tell you this, what if, what if we, what if, like, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to get back on social media and share my life, but what if, what if you capture your life on a camera and then if it is important enough for you to share it later, I don't know, a couple hours later, for me, it's maybe going to be months or years later <laughs> um, with everything I just went through. But what if, what if you just used a camera? What if you started carrying a camera? What if you went on a date with just a camera? What if you went on a trip with just your camera? What if you went backpacking with just your camera? Do you guys remember when cameras and phones were different items? I literally have a camera that has been in my pocket. It's, it's smaller than my phone. Tiny little camera. You can get a GoPro. Those are even smaller than that. And you're capturing things. And if and when you want to share them, some of them could be an hour later. Just, just I mean, listen, it's so easy to transfer things to your phone these days. Like literally it's so easy. Like you just push one button now and dink, it's on your phone and poof, you can share it. 
But what if for a little application today, you said, I'm going to go buy a camera and I'm going to stop taking my phone everywhere I go. And I'm going to stop posting in the moment and I'm going to savor the moment. Remember we were talking about savor on Instagram right before I left? Savoring. That's something else that I've learned to do this last month that I'll get into more next year when I have enough time to process everything I just went through. But savoring the moment, not, not giving the moment away in the moment. Sure, capture the moment, but then you just got it. You can watch it later. You can head over to Larry and Sandy Sullivan's house and watch, watch the VCR tapes of whatever happened because they're the ones with the camcorders. Yeah, savor the moment. Don't sacrifice the moment. Go get a camera. See what and how that affects your your days, you know? Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with capturing moments and sharing moments. I just have been blessed with the opportunity to not have to, not feel like I needed to, or not feel like I wanted to, because I want to. I love to share. So it's not a matter of if I get back on social media. I'm going to. I miss it too much. I miss I miss you you people and your feistiness too much. Um, I'm gonna I'm come back. I don't know. I still don't know when. Honest, honest to God, I don't. Um, but for right now, this is a great avenue for me to continue to be able to speak into your lives. Um, or again, Glenda and Mike, or who? What? What were the names that I said at the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> I can't remember who my two listeners are anymore. Um, but yeah, yeah, get a camera. Stop carrying your phone and um, yeah, just kind of lessen, you know, lessen that digital impact. Oh, what, what was the other kind of term that I was talking about? Oh, digital ovation. Lessen the need for your digital ovation. Um, yeah, because we, we all need it even if we, if we don't admit it. <laughs> we do. Um, so, you know, speaking of not knowing when I am going to come back. Uh, one thing that I'm not um, going to stop doing is working, right? So like last night I did an event for Porter's Call. Uh, I had a blast beginning to tease out um, some of the some of the content for my upcoming book that I've been working on the last year and a half. Um, so I'm beginning to speak on that a little bit, which is kind of fun. Uh, and you know, I, something that I haven't done on the podcast before is kind of let you know, I'm, I may start like the week of the week, these podcasts come out. And I know that this may, you know, you may listen to this after the events happen, which is totally fine. Um, you, you can fast forward 30 seconds. Uh, if you're, if you're listening past October of 2022, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to be, and I'd love to see you there. You know, I, well, I gotta tell you where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in downtown Denver on October 7th and 8th. And like, if they're, I don't speak at a lot of Christian events um, anymore, to be honest with you. I mean, I love to, but you know, the, the doors and the pathways that I'm, that are kind of being built in front of me are in corporate spaces. And um, you know, I, I still, I still get to speak in Christian churches and some things like that. But, and so this one, this one's one that I can't wait. It's called the justice conference downtown Denver. Now, if there was ever, a, a conference that I would want to speak at 
it's called the justice conference, right? I mean, you guys know if you've been following me, this podcast, where we talk about things of justice. And I, I love what they say. The justice conference is a place to find collective learning, hope, mourning, inspiration, and action. Together, we're going to worship, learn, build relationships with each other, and most importantly, encounter God's spirit. This year, listen to this, we'll be looking at some of the most pressing justice issues of our day, discussing topics including ending gender-based violence and abuse in the church. Hello, am I going to be on that forum? Can I, can I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm, uh, like I'm even smart enough to be able to, I'm passionate enough, but I can't wait to just attend that one. Racial justice and reparations. Christian response to the death penalty. Hello. Maintaining hope and finding joy in the work of justice. Now listen, head to the justiceconference.com and I need to let you guys know something. They have for the human hope familia. If you go there, if you use the coupon code Whitaker with two T's, that's W-H-I-T-T-A-K-E-R. Just use that coupon code Whitaker, the discount code. You're going to get 20% off and you can get that all the way up to the conference. So I'm going to be in Denver in October. I can't think of a better time to be in Denver than October. When I'm not at the Justice Conference, I'm probably going to be knee deep in some river somewhere, freezing, but trying to catch a trout because that's what I do. And that's what I'm doing actually when you hear this podcast, I'm going to be on my way for my birthday weekend trip with my family. We are heading to Salt Lake City, Utah today. And we are, um, we're going to, it's my birthday weekend. So I get to do what I want to do. We're going to look for animals and I'm going to try to catch trout in tiny streams in Yellowstone. Cause we're going to drive up to West Yellowstone and hang out for a few days with the family. And again, I normally would be like, Hey, I'm taking you with me tomorrow. I'm taking you with me today to Yellowstone, but no, I'm not. I'm just taking my family. It's just going to be us. And sooner than later, it will be the Insta familia again, but I am enjoying not feeling, um, the whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I'm still trying to figure out what it is that I was feeling that I didn't like, but I'm enjoying not feeling that. You know, you know what I think it is? Let me tell you what I think it is. I think, I, I think because like I, I actually enjoy Instagram doesn't stress me out, but when I'm on my phone, like I get on Twitter and I actually follow people that I disagree with in order to learn about what they're thinking. And you know, like I, I do that, but I think it just makes me angry all the time. <laughs> I think I'm like, what are you thinking? And I just get angry. And I just think Twitter's made me angry. You know, I always talk about Twitter Carlos versus Instagram Carlos. Like Instagram Carlos, Instagram Carlos is like grace filled and like it's okay and like come on, like things are gonna be good. And then um, Twitter Carlos is like roar, hear me roar. That's Twitter Carlos. Uh, so these are a few of my thoughts on my month away. Um, and yeah, well, I mean, what do you guys think about these forty-five minute? podcast episodes. I kind of like them, you know, sometimes they'll be longer, but I, I don't know. I feel like this is nice and digestible. And this was actually good for me. I think sometimes I need to just do this, just get on here and just, just speak from the heart and let you know what I'm thinking, what I'm learning, what I'm not learning. Um, just my nonsense, my, my attention deficit problems, squirrel, you know, like all that stuff. Uh, I've just, you know, I'm enjoying it. 
So I've got a few more thoughts uh, on just my month away. But before we get to those thoughts, I've got one more partner this week for you guys to lean in with. And that is the Green Chef. Listen, I know it's say it's my partner, the human hope part, but it's really my wife's partner only because my wife is a way better chef than I am. So she is the green chef in our family. And she she's now like, hey, Carlos, when can we order our next box? Um, and we've gotten, I, I guess, probably close to 10 boxes from Green Chef now. Green Chef is a certified meal kit company that my wife is able to use to feed our family healthy, healthy food. And again, our family eats differently. We all have different dietary restrictions. And so, listen, sometimes we order the keto kit if I'm like feeling that, the paleo kit if I'm like crossfitting, the vegan kit if it's like for one of the kids, uh, the gluten-free kit for the other kid. You know, like we've got to make sure that we can mix and match our dietary needs in our family. And Green Chef does that for us. Okay. So it is the only keto meal kit, the only one. So if you're into that, um, Green Chef makes sticking to a carb conscious lifestyle super easy. Time saving recipes, you know, the fast and fit meals are under 700 calories and they're ready in 25 minutes or less. So you still got to cook that food. Okay. Um, But I, I believe it's good for us to cook our food, know where our food came from. So this is what I need you guys to do. I need you to go to greenchef.com slash humanhope135 and use the code humanhope135 to get get it $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. Again, go to greenchef.com slash humanhope135. Use the code humanhope135 to get $135 off across five boxes. And I just want to let you know, I want to let you know that Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Okay. Wrapping things up here on episode 74 of the Human Hope Podcast. Uh, Thanks for letting me just share from the gut, from the gut, from my heart. I miss you. I do. I miss you on Instagram. I miss you on social media. I miss talking to you on a daily basis, Uh, but this has been good for me. Um, I also don't think everybody needs to take a five week, six week, seven week, three month social media break. For some people, maybe they do right? Like, you know, like, like check your heart, check your gut. But I will tell you this. I do believe that everybody does need to, right? Take, what, what if you took Saturday off? I'm not even talking about social media. What if you just took Saturday off from your phone? Like the whole thing, like, like lock your phone away. Don't pick it up. You know, I know for some of you that's impossible because whether it be health issues or family issues or work issues, or whatever, but you know what I mean? As far as like consuming content, as far as like watching things, you know, here's something crazy that not only, you know, do I really not know what's happening in the world? Okay. Um, but I don't know what's happening with my sports teams. And that's actually, that's actually the most, dis, you know, that like I miss my sports. <laughs> And listen, I got a sports problem. Okay. I could watch sports 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Sports is actually probably more of a problem than, than Instagram is for me. Uh, But I miss my sports. And tonight, actually, as I'm recording this tonight, uh, I'm going to see my Nashville SC play. So I haven't seen one game uh, in the last five weeks and uh, 
but I'm going to, I'm going to see one live tonight. So I'm pretty excited about that. So go get a camera, take inventory of what you need um, to lower the volume of in your life and do it. This has been good for my soul. I feel, I feel great. And I just, I just thank you guys for continuing your support. I got big things. I got big plans uh, for this coming fall that I'm going to need you all in on. Right. I, you know, I, I don't ask a lot for myself when it comes to what I do on socials. I try not to, this is kind of, you know, it's never been in my DNA, but uh, I'm, I'm stepping into a season where I'm going to need help. I'm, I'm going to need your help. Uh, and I hope I want to get you guys excited about what is coming uh, in January. My new book is coming out. And I, I believe this is the message, the message that if you're on the left, right, up, down, north, south, east, west, it don't matter where you stand on things. I believe everybody is going to need um, the wisdom that I have researched uh, someone way more wise than I am uh, in order to give us the clues on how it is we do this thing, this thing called life, this thing called human, being a human, uh, how to do it well again. And, you know, it's everything we've been talking about the last few years, um, but I think I've uh, worked hard with my team to package it in a, in a way that I think people can take it and be like, okay, we can do, we can do this, right? 2024, I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of what all the news anchors and all the social media. I don't care what all the pundits are going to throw my way. Well, we are going to be able to get through this intact as the human race. Okay. Talk about a teaser, uh, but I'm going to need your help in order to, um, to do with this message what I think needs to be done with it. So with that, let's cue a little Dr. Delight. And I just want to say thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Human Hope Podcast with your host, Carlos Enrique. Please share the podcast with those you think would find it enjoyable. And I know you know the answer. Y'all ready for this? Yes, you are. Come on. Hey, you guys have a great week. I will see you next Thursday. Same time, same place for another episode of the Human Hope Podcast. See you soon. Thank <laughs> you.